Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello, welcome back everyone. This is Sarah. And this is Katie. Hey, hi, welcome back. Welcome, welcome. Sabbath morning. Welcome, count your mini blessings. Yes, I had, um, you know that song, Love at Home? When there's love at home. (laughs) That's been stuck in my head for like the past week, so... Uh, dealing with that, you know, you know how it goes. The the hymns get stuck in your head and they just won't leave. And they literally never leave. I definitely know how that is. It's mm-hmm. a thing. Um, <laughs> that's annoying. And now it's going to be stuck in my head, I bet. Yeah. You did that. Was that last week that you yeah. did that to me? Your so. <laughs> Retaliation. I know. And I'm back again with another like croaky voice, you guys. I just I've come to accept the fact that I'm just always going to be sick because my kid is always sick. So, I f- yeah, our kids just always sick. I feel like that that's the Literally. case. Like yeah. we have like one good week out of, I don't know, two months that he's not sick. And then it's just like. He gets over one, and then today it's like he has the crusty eyes and nose, and it's just, it's great. I wonder when they grow out of that phase. I mean, (laughs) sorry to say, it's probably not for a while. (laughs) I don't think it's for a long time. I think (laughs) he's, because I I brought him into nursery on Monday, and like he sits down at the table to eat cereal, and both, he's like sandwiched in between two kids, and they're like snot is like, dripping Ew. into their cereal and they're like coughing all over him and I like Hello! and I'm like that's great that's that's gonna be him oh, in about a day oh and here God. we are is is <laughs> everything in your house always sticky now <laughs> um, <laughs> you're not not yet <laughs> not really like it can do when he eats his food like he he's like a complete mess even with the bib on he has like food everywhere and he likes to tell you where his head is after he has like food all over his hand so then he puts like yogurt and everything in his hair but for the most part we don't really let him eat and walk around so we've kind of tried to contain it a little bit yeah yeah But, you know, he comes home and he has, like, dyed fingers. And I'm like, why are his hands blue? And they're like, oh, he played with Play-Doh today. Or we, like, painted today. And I'm like, great. You're like, oh, fun. Fun. Great. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, um, Sarah is driving the bus today. (laughs) Driving the Mormon bus. And she picked the topic and I have no idea what we're going to be talking about. Buckle up. It's probably, well, it's definitely going to make you angry. Oh, hooray. <laughs> yeah. Defos. So, um, I went to the good old church Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints.org mm-hmm. and was like, what's happening over there? They had this devotional that I actually wanted to cover but they didn't have the transcript yet, and I was not about to listen to that shit. So. <laughs> Sit there and listen to it in their <laughs> slow cadence. Oh, yeah. I can't imagine anything more torturous. Exactly. But it was like a young adult devotional, and I was like, oh, man, this is going to be a doozy. But I was like, I'm not about to watch or listen to this. So No, no. Um, and then I was like, let me just – let me have a little exploring time on the website, see what they have. They have a section called Inspiration. Did you know that? No, I didn't. (laughs) 
Well, and here have, I was uh, thinking I was an expert in their website. <laughs> <Just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> They've optimized it recently, maybe. So mm-hmm. they have a little section called inspiration. Okay. And they had some pretty good ones on there. But then I saw this one and went, hmm. And not only is the topic, I was like, okay, how are they going to even attempt to cover this one? There's a comment section. So <gasps> on the website, there's lots of comments. And this article got quite a few of them, which is what I really want to look at. Oh, well. boy. So this is in the Leahona magazine. And it was okay. published. I'm like, what are these dates? Because I don't know if they're UK dates or American dates. So either September 10th, 21 or October 9th, 21, 2021. <laughs> I always forget that the UK dates, they switch up how we write the month and the day. Yeah, it's and I've I'm like fully converted to that now since because Germany does the same way like Europe and most of the world do it this way and <laughs> we have the U.S. which I'm like why yeah. do we do it differently? The U.S. just has to be different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> does uh, I'm always like does... confused. I can't tell you the amount of times I've given the wrong birthday depending on what country I'm in. If I'm back home, I give the wrong birthday. If I'm back here, sometimes I give the wrong birthday. It's oh confusing. yeah, that's confusing. Does the UK use military time? I mm, it's kind of so hit like, or miss. What it's time is time. it? Right. What time is it there right now? If like, what would you say? If so right now, my my phone is it says 2019. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So all of my stuff is set to 24 hours, like military, mm-hmm. because of Germany. And also, yeah, I would say here no, they do because at work when they put in meetings, they say like oh instead of 2 p.m. 14. Oh, man. And here I am making you convert that and do the time change. <laughs> I know. You're being like, meet me at 8 p.m. And you're like, it's 20, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's wild, though, is I haven't even thought about that in so long. Like, I just naturally convert now. Like, I haven't even considered that. Oh, all right. Wild. Oh. There you go. You got uh, Okay. Anyways, it's called overcoming racism and prejudice we can oh my eyes just bugged out of my head (laughs) i i literally was taken aback like oh no Uh uh-oh what are they getting overcoming racism and prejudice is that what it says yeah we can build bridges can you can you mormon church because look at your look at your book of mormon please (laughs) That's why I find this absolutely ridiculous. Oh, it pisses me off. Yeah, their their entire doctrine is based off the Book of Mormon, which is racist. So how are they going to publish an article? Anyways, it's, yeah, they did it. And then I thought about why did they publish it? And I was like, oh, because again, this is a PR attempt because this was in 2021 when it was Black Lives Matter. The initiative was like going strong because of obviously the horrible conditions that were happening in the States at that time. Well, and still are. They still are a hundred percent. And the church's attempt to be like, Oh look, we're like, look, we're with it. We're aware of social issues when it's popular to be aware of social issues and we'll give lip service to it, but we're not really going to do anything. Yep. (laughs) So starts off with, one of the powerful truths of the restored gospel, one that has profound implications, is that, quote, each of us has a divine potential because each is a child of God and each is equal in his eyes. I'm 
Okay, Sarah, you said I was going to get angry. (laughs) I'm actually sweating already. I'm so mad because they weren't equal in God's (laughs) eyes until 1978, motherfuckers. And even then, they're, they're still not equal. And the Book of Mormon you know, says things about the curse of Cain and how the Lamanites had the cursed dark skin. I'm just like, really? I know. Really? A bunch of liars. Yeah. They're going (laughs) to just completely whitewash all of that and then pretend to be like, we're so woke and progressive. (laughs) So stupid. And so it goes on as church members seek to follow the commission to be one and to bring forth and establish the cause of Zion. President Russell M. Nelson has invited us to, quote, to lead out and abandoning attitudes and actions of prejudice and shared several ways we can promote respect for all of our gods, for all of God's children. He has encouraged us as we build Zion to also build bridges of friendship, cooperation and understanding. I don't think that Rusty, a.k.a. Mr. Burns, understands systemic racism because you can't. Sure. Be friends with people of different races and cultures. That's not going to do anything about racism. I know. That's why I was like, really just saying be nice to everyone. That doesn't address (laughs) racism. It actually kind of makes it worse because. Then people can be like, I brought my black friend a casserole. Ain't I so great? Exactly. The racism doesn't exist anymore. Yay, we solved it. (laughs) It's just like I read this and I was like, oh, my God. And there's going to be so many white Mormons who read it and like, oh, that's easy. I've solved racism. It's no longer there. (laughs) I smiled at a person of color today. (laughs) Oh, no. This is so... Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Yep. Then it goes on. We are all connected, and we have a God-given responsibility to help make life better for those around us. We don't have to be alike or look alike to have love for each other. We don't even have to agree with each other to love each other. If we have any hope of reclaiming the goodwill and sense of humanity for which we yearn, it must begin with each of us, one person at a time. I wish that God would have told Brigham Young that. Yep. (laughs) Again, Mormon God's a petty bitch, also a racist bitch, because Uh he changes his mind with the times about who's allowed into his church because of what's um, fashionable or whatever at the time. Fashionable is not the right word, but you know what I mean, like Mm -hmm. what the uh, what society is doing. And so how convenient that now. He can say, God wants us to love everybody. Okay, but why didn't he say that hundreds of years ago? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And also, why didn't he say, like, actually, the Book of Mormon is incorrect. And that's something that we need to update. That's not what you should say. If you're really not racist, throw out the Book of Mormon. That'd be a start. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. They can't do that, right? Because Joseph Smith worked way too hard on it with his head Mm -hmm. in the hat. It's a work of art, truly. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Um, Then the next section is, there is room for everyone. President Nelson has urged us to expand our circle of love to embrace the whole human family. How can we as a church members help to create a global community of saints in which everyone feels welcome 
and strives to live in peace and harmony with each other, regardless of race, ethnicity, culture, sexual orientation, age, gender, education, socioeconomic status, ability level, or any other difference. Oh, fuck off, dude. Yeah. Because they're the ones placing the restrictions on exactly. the LGBTQ community. And the, you know what this is? This is putting the blame on the victims of racism or homophobia saying, we all just need to get along, ignore these problems that we're perpetuating exactly. and just be, just be nice to each other. Like, uh, uh. but it's just wild that they even say like to create a global community of saints, in which everyone feels welcome. Okay. I know a lot of people have come to us and said that they never felt welcome as a right. person of color, but also right. with sexual orientation as well. Like I'm doing mm-hmm. the air quotes of how they've termed it. Like that's not welcoming. They can't feel it welcome when they know that they're not allowed to have the same rights as everyone else in the church. Like exactly. How are you supposed to feel, feel welcome? welcome. Yeah. yeah. And again, I, I want to reiterate what Sarah said. We have had so many people of color that are ex-Mormon explain to us that they never felt comfortable. We've even had, I've even heard of active yeah. uh, Mormons of color who will say, we do not feel welcome in this space. Mm-hmm. It's not made for people of color. It's made to oppress them. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> And then, then this is the most so dismissing as usual. So that's the question. How can we, ch- as church members, help create a global community of saints in which? Oh, I know, welcome? I know. I'm raising my hand. Yeah. What do? You, what is the answer? Um, we could create a bonfire and throw all the Book of Mormons in it, <laughs> and then take down and crumble the the statue of Brigham Young. Oh, you could also rename BYU. I'm just full of ideas. I'm ding, just, ding, 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 get ding. me in that workshopping meeting. Let's go. I <laughs> wish that was the correct answer. I'm going to give you 10 points just because I think it's the correct answer. <gasps> I don't know if you've ever handed out points to me on this show before, but I feel very pr- proud right now. <laughs> I mean, make it your life goal to get 100, Katie. Okay, that well, that, I mean, immediately I'm putting that on my bucket list. <laughs> I need to get 100 points from Sarah or else I have not lived. <laughs> life goals, guys. That's all you need in life. The points um, from Sarah. You all need to put that on your list. Okay. <laughs> add it to your 2024 goals. Let's that go. <laughs> Okay, but no, what does what is what's his answer or what's the their answer? answer is of course through our savior Jesus Christ. Blum, 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 blum. <laughs> Josh Christ enters the chat. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, Jesus Christ, he does it all. So apparently Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that makes me giggle so much, but I, I sent you that video, didn't I? Which oh my one? god, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. You know what we sound like when we do that? We sound like your friends imitating our accents. <laughs> your British <laughs> yeah. friends. That's what I think we sound like all the time. Oh my god, Jesus Christ! Oh my god, that is so true. All of my British friends say that when they're they're around me, they just like end up going like, Oh my god, ranch. Oh my god, I just want to talk about ranch. <laughs> like that's not how we sound, but okay, cool. Um, 
He says, as President Dallin H. Oaks, first counselor in the first presidency, said, only the gospel of Jesus Christ can unite and bring peace to people of all races and nationalities. Okay, sir, if that's the case, then why the fuck has he not stepped up to do that? Right? (laughs) I don't don't see any evidence of this. And... Dallin H. Oaks is famous for giving horrendously homophobic and transphobic yeah. talks at general conference. And oh, to throw him in there <laughs> with this love everyone teaching, it's like, oh, but he actively preaches that you shouldn't allow your gay children into your home because that's enabling them. So, yeah, yeah. great. So he's, he's- that's very loving and inclusive. Sure. Uh-huh. And it's just like, it's so ridiculous and clearly written from a white person's perspective because it's like, oh, here's the solution. Jesus Christ. He can can (laughs) unite and bring peace to people. Okay. If that's true, sir, Josh. Why hasn't he done it, Josh? Where the fuck are you, Josh? Where you at, Josh? Because you could have stepped in a long time ago and resolved yeah, all this. Yeah, if you really could resolve all this, I think you're doing a shitty job and you might get demoted because yeah. <laughs> you're Josh. not pulling your weight. And also, it does very much read of an old, privileged, white man way of thinking about solving society's problems. Like, well, Josh Christ, first of all, and second of all, just be nice to people. It's like, it's not that simple, dude. That's not, like, open up your mind just a tiny bit to other people's perspectives. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes on to say, there is room in the Savior's church for everyone who is willing to follow him and let God prevail in their lives. No. God's favor. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's better. God's favor favor is not dependent on race, the color of our skin, or other characteristics, but on our devotion to him and our willingness to keep his commandments. Wouldn't you love to just interrupt him right now? Like, if you were face-to-face, it would be so uh, satisfying to interrupt him right there and be like, okay, you said his love and his grace or whatever isn't dependent on race. Okay, explain to me why it was dependent on race before 1978. Why did he change his mind? And why were people, black and brown people before 1978, not given God's um, blessings? Exactly. Why were Native American members forced into this, like, whitey, like, white program that they had as well? Yes. Explain all that to me. Explain why you completely erased their history in the Book of Mormon. Yeah. And you're supposed to say that God is always the same and all knowing and you know omnipresent all that stuff but it not in the mormon church because he changes his mind an awful lot about very important things yep exactly fired up i know it's just like the most absurd the thing is that you know we're like joking at how ridiculous this is but the the issue is first of all there's a church that's based off of this fucking racism and horrible inequalities all around but then like these members which are predominantly white are reading this and be like oh yeah see we do that already so we've we've solved it it's fine right that's it that really is my it's it adds that extra gross rotten cherry on top of their system 
pile of racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic trash. But mm-hmm. then the little gross cherry on top is we're just going to deny it and we're going to preach these pretty flowery words that say that we love and accept everybody. But in the doctrine, we don't. But that's OK. You don't have to just just don't think about it. Just don't yeah. think about the the scripture and the and the history and all that. <laughs> it's just semantics. Don't think about it. It's just a different context. Back just then. have faith. Yeah, just have faith. It's just so, and I mean, yeah, even this, they say members of the church should lead out in promoting respect for all of God's children. They strive to be persons of goodwill toward all, rejecting prejudice of any kind. Again, that's amazing in theory. I mean, I'm all for like rejecting prejudice and having goodwill towards everyone, but that shit doesn't happen. Like, because your core doctrine is based off of racism. Like, it's just. It's right. Yes. We can both agree that's great in theory. That's a great thing to say. But until your doctrine actually lines up with that and you're actually teaching your members that, I mean, think of all of the racist incidents that just happened recently at BYU. Like, think of just all of the hate and all of the the Mormons who are extremely conservative, make American great again heads, and they're just spewing Mm -hmm. hatred about people from Mexico and um, people, you know, trans people using the correct bathroom. It's just like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say I'm a loving caring and accepting person and then still have these core ideologies that you hold of other people are inherently wrong right yep exactly you can't mesh those worlds it doesn't work (laughs) yep and then just to say that the solution to everything is jesus christ and then also our favorite which you kind of nailed it before but they say prayer study and humble reflection can help us see how we can better love God and all of his children. So guys, that's all you have to do is just pray, study, and have humble reflection and the world will stop being racist. Oh, it's easy. I mean, just what a what a simple solution. Oh, and also give the church money, but don't yep. donate to any anti racist charities. No. Yep. And then and then this hypocritical statement, I couldn't when I read this the first time, I was like, no, they did not. Like this whole article is just pure trash like I want to wipe my ass with it but it's like <laughs> then Yay, there's just... poop reference. <laughs> <laughs> for real though <laughs> then they have this line making an effort to understand the experiences of those who aren't like us can open our our, our eyes to different but important perspectives again really? You don't do theory, that, but you don't do that. And this article even proves that because if you even yeah. listen to one person that was quote unquote not like you, you would see that there's many things you can do instead of just praying and believing in Josh Christ. <laughs> and John, exactly. <laughs> and then they have him like they have President Oaks again saying oh. suspicion or even hostility give way to friendship. Or even love when personal contacts produce understanding and mutual respect. Dallin H. Oaks, you don't have respect for anyone, sir. It's like you're yeah. horrible. Yeah. And we have written proof of all of the things that he has said that show how horrible he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. So who is he to be on there going, 
just don't be suspicious. Just don't be hostile. Again, that that reads to me as he's saying that to people who, I don't know, are cautious of <laughs> the white Mormon man, but could yeah, be wrong. <laughs> exactly. And then they give, they're like, there's articles that suggest support or like supporting articles. So it says, in the following articles, you will see experiences, reflections, and insights about building bridges as we build Scion. I didn't click on all of these, but I was just like, what? I, I really kind of want to and mm-hmm. go through them. The first one is Jesus, Jesus Christ <laughs> knows that the pain we feel, knows the pain we feel from prejudice. So Does he? Josh Christ knows, apparently. Um, white white Mormon Jesus knows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other ones, how can I help overcome prejudice? <sighs> we are better together. It's another one. Facing prejudice in the workplace. Finding oh. belonging in Christ. And we are family. A discussion on overcoming prejudice with Elder Jack N. Gerard and the Reverend Amos C. Brown. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I just want to click on these at some point in time to read how, like, it's just, again, like that, hey, you're going through something that I can't relate because we have a white Jesus as our focal point in our religion, but he knows the pain that you've experienced. Right, so. right. And he, and remember, he's felt worse <laughs> than you have felt, and you'll never know his level of pain. So what you're going through isn't really that bad. Yep, exactly. So yeah, so that was the bulk of that wonderful article. Um, And then, so you're talking about this like rotten cherry that's on top. Well then get ready for a rotten jar of cherry juice to be poured all over it. Ew. I know. (laughs) I know. There is a comment section. Oh, I'm very excited but scared for this so i'm not going to read them all there are 10 comments if you guys are curious and you want to read more of them please um go to it but the first one that i saw and i'm i'm laughing because it's just so fucked up even though i know it's like a fundamental issue and like horrible that someone would even comment this but i'm just like this is insane sometimes you just have to laugh right yeah exactly um, so this comment was on, I think, September 5th or either May 9th, 2022 from Theodore. And he just put all lives matter exclamation point. Oh my God. <laughs> I was just like the point proven point. Exactly. Proven point article point proven. It's just read by white Mormons who are like, no, there's what are they talking about? All lives matter. This is fine. That exactly proves our point right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then clearly there was like some other comment that was made by someone like two because they're they're like responding to this person. But I can't see the original comment. So I'm assuming that this person is actually like calling out the fact that. There is racism and prejudice, but um, I can't see the original comment. So, oh, okay. Yeah. But then there's this other one that says, um, 
So basically it's a response. It says, thank you so much for your well thought out and succinct points on the meanings of the words racism and prejudice. You're correct that how we use language is confusing at times. I love how you use the Book of Mormon as a source of understanding along with a remedy to overcome hatred. Well done. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's this one, which again, I couldn't like find the original comment, but this is from Jordan H. Indiana, United States um, in 2021. It says, I don't know how to pronounce this person's name, V-U-Y-O. Thanks for sharing your thoughts. It gave me some thoughts as well. Logically, your argument about divine imagery association would extend across gender as well. So why not have a female depiction of Jesus? Obviously, because it would be a false depiction. Now, I understand that a European depiction of Jesus is also false. We know he was Palestinian. So I welcome more historical depictions of his Palestinian ancestry. The point is, Christian Christian women love and adore and associate with Jesus, even though he is male. If women can do this, I struggle to see why skin color would be prohibitive. We should all seek truth, God, and be changed by it, him, not try to change truth to fit our mortal biases. One last point. I agree that there are limits to empathetic experience. I don't know exactly what it is to be like. What it's like to be African, Asian, Middle Eastern, or Latino at the individual level, I don't know exactly what it is like to be you, and you don't know exactly what it's like to be me. Only Christ knows us perfectly. Mm. But if we take this idiosyncrasy of experiences too far, we engaged in solophistic beliefs and attitudes which prohibit all shared experience. Beneath racism is some combination of ignorance and mortal weakness. They, these are all things we share. We all know the hurt of enmity. We have all suffered from the ignorance of others, and we have all experienced the consequences of others' mortal weaknesses. Christ, who partook the full cup of all experience, can imbue his grace, wisdom, understanding, and healing to us all. We can heal through the experience of Christ's atonement. That person sucks. Exactly. <laughs> like, they no love to sniff their it. own farts. <laughs> And uh, way to erase anyone else's experience to be like, well, we've all suffered. You don't know what I've been through. It's like you sound like the most privileged white ass I man. <laughs> like you don't know the things I've been through. So let's just have mutual understanding. Like way to make it about you, bro. Exactly. Like I just was like, yep, this this just exactly proves that we assume this article would would be read and embraced by white Mormons because they would be like, yeah. but there's no issue. Or, oh, if they they did think it was an issue, it's like, oh, it's just a simple, you just got to pray. and It's, put your it's trust the same Jesus kind of people that believe that reverse racism is real. The, like he's basically oh, yeah. saying, oh, yeah, you can, be, you can be racist towards white people. No, that's not a thing. It's literally <laughs> not a thing. It's the same kind of people, too, where you have to explain privilege to them over and over, and they can say something along the lines of, well, I've had hardships, too, so I'm not privileged. It's like you don't get what that – you don't – you're not grasping what privilege really is. Yeah, sure, everyone goes through hard times, and some people have it better than others, but a white person doesn't have the fear of getting killed every single time they leave their house by the yeah. police. I mean – 
And that's just that's just a broad strokes thing. But then you get into the racism within an organization that's claiming to be loving and accepting. And then the erasure of those people's experiences like, yeah, oh, sure. Some, you know, blah, blah, blah. You've experienced this. Well, guess what I've experienced as a white man? (laughs) Exactly. It's just. Yeah. Yep. Um, There's this other comment, too. So. Let me maybe I should read the original because there's a lot of people who are responding to this okay. this one guy. So he writes, his name is Tom R. from Utah. Um, he wrote uh, this comment in September 21. And this comment, I was like, oh, my God, this is what sums it up of what we were saying. Where is this racism by church members that the church keeps telling us is so rampant all of a sudden? Is there (gasps) racism? Some, of course. You always have a few idiots that judge a person by the color of their skin instead of the content of their character, as told to us by Martin Luther King Jr. It's like, I can't even. He embodies everything about white male privilege. and just My eye roll was, my eyes almost got stuck in the back (laughs) of my head. And to be that white asshole that's like, racism, where? Yeah, sure, there's one or two bad apples, but it's not like it's really a problem. Like, how the fuck do you know if you don't have to deal with it? Exactly. uh, And again, read your scriptures. It's it's right in the scripture. Exactly. Uh, Exactly. And then he goes, we are counseled by our church leaders to be kind, to serve, to love all, to hear him. If we are working and striving to do as we've been counseled, then where is this awful racism with members of the church? Where? I grew up and lived most of my life in the South. Was there racism? A little. You guys, I read that. A little? Fuck right off. I am from the South. I'm going to just, yeah, let's pause here. Sarah's from the South. Can yeah. you tell us what it's really like, or at least from what you've observed? <laughs> There's a lot of racism. There's not yeah. a little. There's a lot. And to be fair, in Utah, there was a lot of racism, too, that I witnessed when I was there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the South is definitely racist. Like, there's there's no, it's a little. No, it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's it lot. reminds me of that... Um, Scott sent me this tweet that someone wrote again. I I know it's not called t- Twitter anymore, but whatever. Someone was like, "No, your Confederate flag is not your heritage. It's a it's a hate symbol. I'm I have German ancestry. I don't fly a swastika flag. I eat I eat sausages and sauerkraut. So you should get rid of your Confederate flag and just eat some cornbread, you racist motherfucker." <laughs> like, <laughs> it's so true though like I grew up with that shit and it was very much like it's it's not racist it's your heritage like yeah disgusting disgusting yep um yeah so he goes on but this but not this rampant stuff that the church keeps pushing if there are geographical areas where this is going on why not handle it locally and not paint all members with the same dirty brush I am really tired in all caps of this. We are not in all caps a racist church or membership. Yes, you are. Yeah. If this is going on so rampantly, tell us, show us where it's happening so we can focus on calling those out that are, we do hear him and we do explain to me. (sighs) 
And if we do, explain to me how the membership of this church became racist all of the sudden. Okay. Oh, my God. I want to punch this guy in the throat. First of all, we have been trying to tell them how they're racist for years. Before, like Sarah and I have had this podcast for, it's going on six years now. And there have been people, ex-Mormons and even Mormons long before us who were pointing out these things. Yes. And they choose to actively not listen. And he's like, well, tell me, tell me where it's racist and how it's racist. Show me. We're trying, asshole. Exactly. And you don't listen. You don't listen exactly. to us. You just deny it. Uh, and then this, it. Whole, this whole his whole thing of like, we're just racist all of a sudden. Um, Have you heard of Brigham Young, my dude? Exactly. Like, you've been it's been racist from the very beginning. It's not all of a sudden. It's just <laughs> it's so infuriating. And it's like, why? I mean, it's clearly written by a conservative white dude who's yes, like, all yes. lives matter. And this is just coming out because of the politics that's currently happening. And oh, I hate when they call it politics. I like, do too. Like, like as if people's lives are political. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And then we have Dorsey W from Colorado who said, I think to understand racism, you have to ask people of color what their experiences have been. When we say that we haven't noticed racism and we are white, I think that gives us a pretty good indication of why usually racism is co- covert. It's not obvious to others, which I thought. That person well, gets Dorsey. it. Dorsey gets it. Yeah. Yeah. Dorsey, <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Um, and then there's this person, Colby. Colby R. from Texas. Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry to be a judgmental bitch, but Colby from Texas? I right. don't know if I'm going to like what this person has to say. No offense Probably to Colby's listening. I'm not. just... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So, context. I'm not going to read this other comment from Dane W. Because, I don't know. I just... Okay, maybe I'll just do it. He's from Tennessee, and he says, being a black man and member of the church for over 40 years and having served my mission in the state where the KKK first started, Tennessee, I like to share my perspective on the subject. The biggest misunderstanding I find with racism prejudice is the language. Understanding true meaning of the word racism or prejudice, you will find that we all have racisms and prejudices, which is a part of human nature that every human being shares and not necessarily tied to color. What gets confused is that words like prejudice gets intermingled with words like discrimination or hatred. The Book of Mormon is the best identifier of the subject. The Book of Mormon correctly identifies it as hatred. This form of hatred is based on enmity or pride, a sense of superiority. As long as there is pride in the world, you'll have hatred. If you can truly identify the correct issue, you can find the answer to overcome the issue. The good news is that the Book of Mormon contains a remedy to overcome hatred. Read the story of Ammon and the anti-Nephi-Lehi's. The Lord shows how the world... Sorry, the Lord shows how the word of God and charitable interests and others of diverse cultures can come together to be one. How marvelous and wonderful it can be. So I didn't want to read it because I was just like, oh, Dane, I totally respect you. And I like I just feel for you Mm -hmm. because you're protecting this religion and the Book of Mormon. But it is racist. And I, I, I can't speak on this like he is a black man and. I'm not a woman of color, and so I can't speak on 
my experiences because they're not relevant. I haven't ever and I never will experience racism. So I can't really speak on what defines the word racism or prejudice in that context. But I just thought like, oh, like I know it like breaks your heart because such good intention and really eloquent and can't be easy but then it's also just like oh this organization is it's it is racist like even if I it's hard it's that's it's so tough (laughs) it's a tough one and then it just like because then it makes me even more like I just feel guilt like guilty but also just bad for I don't know participating in this church and then knowing that that wonderful human being Dane who wrote that and is trying his best to make sense out of an organization that is inherently racist and from his point of view as a person of color I'm sure that's not easy to digest or to get your head around and justify you know but then you know white Mormons are going to read his comment and be like see he gets it there look we're not racist and that's exactly what it is like this Colby guy says I believe Dane has definitely figured a few things out like it's just he's being like yep he knows how it is he's being tokenized you know yeah it's um it's similar to a lot of conservative news outlets here in the states that They've begun to have anchors or contributors or or writers that are people of color that are extremely conservative. Yeah. You know, they don't have many of them, but they'll have one yeah. or two. And they point to them and go, look, we have a black woman that's saying what we want, that what we believe. And so therefore we can't be racist. It's very just like yeah. tokenizing and and it's another level of racism actually to use them as an object to point to, to, to further your goal. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. Um, and then the last one that I'm just going to leave on this one is from Daniel in Idaho. He goes, so he's responding to Tom, who was the first person that was like where is this racism by the church Uh, tom's been the worst (laughs) yeah tom's the worst so then daniel goes tom i can see how you have a problem with this i live in a town where most of the population is mexican i am white i hope you understand that some saints have problems with racism does not mean the whole church is racist everyone grows up in different situations and thinks differently It also has been a prevalent subject since a policeman murdered a black man last year. So I think that people have been trying to help explain this hard topic. P.S. I'm sorry if this answer is not substantial. So I don't really get like at first I was like, wait, is he saying like I'm a bit like I was kind of like with him for a minute. But then it was like also, again, minimizing and saying the church isn't racist, but there could be racist members. Exactly. But then ending on, you know, people were just trying to explain this hard topic. So I was like, so you do get it. Like people are trying to make sense out of something that's just not like you're not able to make sense of it because it's just a broken system and it's mm-hmm. up. And yeah. It's mentally, emotionally, physically, everything exhausting for people of color who have to deal with this on a day to day basis. And we as white people never deal with this and we no. don't have to. And, and then you have the news. 
you have the Toms of the world over <clears throat> here demanding that black people educate him. Yes. Saying, hey, tell me where the race is. It's like, they don't owe you shit, dude. No. And more, actually, you owe them because of everything that just society has done. It's just, yeah. it's so, <laughs> ah, I can't, I'm just like boiling, boiling. Those comments really were the shit syrup on that Sunday. Right? Like, I saw the comment section, and I was like, oh, no. No, there's a comment section. I was like, okay, it I need to. It started with All Lives Matter. Yes, All Lives Matter. The, the Jesus like, that supposedly lived would never say that. Like, that no. Jesus... Jesus was the one who hung out with sex workers and the people who didn't have homes and the downtrodden. And he he lifted them up because they needed help. He would not go over to someone who was about to die and go, well, you know, all lives matter. So your trouble isn't really that big. I'm not going to help you out. (laughs) Exactly. It's just and I know we've said it so many times, but it's just one of those things that I don't think I can ever wrap my head around or understand because it just this mentality of Tom goes directly against what this Jesus Josh Christ person <laughs> would have been and his teachings would exactly and do represent. It just doesn't make any sense. It it really doesn't. And that's again we say this mental gymnastics kind of stuff where the church puts out things that say we're against racism, but they don't give any actual real help or any understanding of what it is. And then you have the church members going, but wait, racism doesn't exist. Like, exactly. What is this all? Like, why is the church talking about this so much? It's not there. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's not there. Sure. Tom. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Tom. I would, I would not like to be at a barbecue with Tom. Ugh, no. <laughs> no way. Tom is wearing dad New Balances in like the least cool way and hipster way. And I just... was going to say, he doesn't even deserve those New Balances. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he does not. Uh, um, yeah, thanks for, for going on that journey with me. Thank and... you for sharing that <clears throat> and telling us that there's an inspiration section of the church's website that is actually rage it gives you rage fuel <laughs> oh for real go check it out you guys if you're ever like hey i need a doozy and i want to like get my blood boiling go check it out it's um it's a good one it's a, it it's is a goldie <laughs> it is <laughs> all right well that ends that and thank you sarah and we'll be back next week we'll be back bye bye